Welcome to Outreach Church. Thanks for checking out this week's message. To hear more, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or visit outreachchurch.net for downloads and service information. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? We we kick off frustration and anger and impatience and all those things we're not. Amen? Because we're actually full of love, full of passion, full of joy. Like, we're full of Christ. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Amen? Like, literally, we are, I believe we're one of the most passionate generations that the nation's that the world or humanity has ever seen. I believe in a, even in Genesis 3.15, as, as we were singing that song, Jesus, Jesus, and King of, King of whatever, I, I remember, I can't remember, but I saw Jesus kicking the lies down, right? And, and of G- Genesis 3.15, it talks about, he said, the woman will give birth to a child, and she will smash the head of the serpent, guys. Come on. So I just prophesy, even in this season in your life, that you are going to smash the head of the serpent, the voices of the enemy. You're going to smash them today. Even today, I believe we're going to break agreement with many things today. I believe that you are destined and created for such a time as this. We're on the cusp of the greatest, I believe, one of the greatest historic moments in all of creation. I believe that we're going to see the greatest harvest in our generation that the world has ever seen. We are privileged to live in this this generation, guys. I'm telling you, God is moving. He always has. But we are coming into agreement with it. We're beginning to see who we are like never before. We're actually believing that we're no longer slaves to sin, but we're slaves to what? Righteousness. Come on. That means we're slaves to doing good. We willfully say, God, I give you my life because I see you. I see you, that you're the spotless one. You've made me spotless. You've made me clean. So I willingly lay my life down for you. And if you call me to go to Greenville, or you call me to go to Argentina, or you call me to go to South America, or to Canada, praise the Lord, or wherever, you're going to say, Lord, you're so worth it. If you call me to go into the brothels of France or Germany or into the the dark corners of India, Lord, you're so worth it. You are so worth it. If you call me to lay down my life, you are so worth my life and the life of everything that that there is because Jesus in him, in him we live and move and have our being. Listen, even Jesus is, I'm going to hit some things. Jesus is more worthy than our children. Wow, you may be a hold up, preacher. No, no, I'm telling you, God gave you those children. Listen, Jesus is more worthy than your bank account. He's more worthy than your job or your future because he gave it to you. Without him, you have nothing. Without him, we have nothing. Come on, amen. But now we're children of the Most High God. Amen? We are completely free, completely on fire. I'm going to speak faith in you because that's who you are. You're a man or a woman of faith. You're you're literally called to change. That's who you are. You're changing this generation. You're a woman or a man on fire after God's heart. Come on. Nothing else satisfies. 
not pornography, not millions of dollars, not the world's uh, applause or our positions with men. No, listen, not governments. Listen, we've tried and tried and tried. There's been wars after wars after wars, governments after governments. We've tried to change the world through, through uh, works. We've put armies against other nations, Vietnam or uh, Saudi Arabia, I mean, not Saudi Arabia, Iraq. We've tried to make people change on the outside. But I'm telling you, there's only one who can make us change. And that's from the inside. Woo! Come on. Woo! He's stomping that head. Come on. I just saw that thing clear today. That is our identity. We are called to stomp that head. We are called to deliver and turn over nations, literally. We are called to change the hearts of cities and destinies of cities through, through the Word of God. Man, you remember the day that God showed up to Abraham in his old age? He probably thought, man, I'll probably live another week and die. God shows up and he says, you know what? You're about to have a child. Matter of fact, you're going to be a father of many nations. And he's like, Sarah laughs. The Holy Ghost laugh. I love it. I say things to people sometimes and they do that. They just can't help it. But, but literally, literally like God spoke and it changed everything. Guys, I want to tell you that God is speaking in this hour to our generation and I believe it's changing everything. Listen, we have a choice. We have a choice to take the word of God to receive who we are that we are kings and priests, a royal priesthood. Literally, you are kings, you are priests, but you must begin to believe it, and I believe that you do, and you're going to continue to grow, and we are all going to continue to grow in our identity. Jesus was just secure in who he was. Everywhere he went, he drove out devils. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. It's because he believed in who he was. I believe that you believe who you are. And I believe that we're truly coming in the manifestation, the revelation, as the light of God shines upon us. Amen. As the light of God shines upon us, it helps us to see things differently. If the, if the room was dark, you would see me differently. You may not see me at all. You may just hear my voice. Or if one of these lights, like last night as the, as the sunset came down, I was outside of my front yard and I was spectacular view, man. It was just powerful. Just the beauty of light hitting trees in a different angle and seeing the clouds with different, many different colors just lighting up the sky. Like, I mean, I feel like every sunset, even this morning, I feel like Jesus is saying, I'm coming. Guys, I'm telling you, like I hear Jesus. I see Jesus. Like not physically, but I see him in the spirit. I hear him in the wind. Come on, guys, I'm telling you, God is moving and speaking, I believe, like to no other generation that we've ever had. It is our time. It is our time. We were created for this time, this purpose. So my, my, my word today that the Lord gave me to release upon you guys, it's about identity. All my life as a, as a teenager, a young man, I struggled with identity. I struggled with who I was. I mean, I got attacked from every angle. I feel like if it, I mean, through sexuality, through, through, uh, through drugs, through all these different things, man, just came and attacked me and tried to pull me. I, I had a good dad, man. He was a successful guy. Uh, he loved me. He loved his children. But everything would attack my relationship with him. Everything would attack my name. 
I remember even to the point when I was dropped off at school, I was embarrassed to be dropped off. I remember walking into crowds. I remember coming into crowds like this at school or different places, and I would feel like everybody hated me. I would feel this great shame on me. I, I couldn't even look at people. It was hard to even come into to crowds. I, I hardly didn't even talk. Man, because I was so, I was so demonically arrested by demonic lies. I was, in, I was enslaved, guys. But those were the lies that I, I believed I, over, over cycles of them saying, th- like these, these lies saying things to me, I chose to begin to believe them at some point. And they began to, to engrave my life. They began to, to, to put a, 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 to really bulldoze a, a road in my life. And uh, man, it led me down a horrible path. But I tell you what, through all that, I, Jesus found me, or I found whatever you want to say. Like, I cried out to Jesus. I remember the power of the Holy Ghost coming on me. And I remember, like, I was like, wow, what, what, what was that? Because I, I had never been really in church much. I wasn't raised in the church. But the moment I felt the presence of God, I just began to weep. And I heard the word. And I began to get identity. So guys, what I want to come at today is we're going to stomp the enemy. We're going to stomp on the head of the snake. Amen. The liar, the accuser of the brother, and the one that tells you you're not good enough. You're never going to do it. You're never going to make it. The one that says you're not beautiful enough. You're not smart enough. All those lies we're kicking out the door today. Amen. And we're receiving what God says about us. Amen. I want to ask you to turn to your Bibles to Romans 5.1. Amen. Read Romans, all of Romans this week. Read it tonight. Amen, if you want. 12, 13, 14 chapters, 15 chapters. Uh, Read it, man. Read it. Eat the word. Man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word of God. Come on. The word, it gives us identity. It gives life to us. Like, Like Abraham, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. And even in his old age, he gave birth to a son. And and he gave birth to many sons. It says that by the faith of Abraham, Abraham believed God, the word of God that was given to Abraham. He believed it, and it was counted to him as righteousness. 400 years before the law came, before the law was written, Abraham entered in by faith. Guys, and today I want to say this over you, that you are clean, you are righteous, you are justified. You are spotless by the blood of the Lamb. You're not dirty. You're not forsaken. You're not a mess. Like you are in Christ. You are being even taught in Christ. I was reading that the other night. I hope you were taught in Christ, it says. And I just want to declare, even today, Christ is in me, and he's releasing his word to you to encourage you. And I just declare that Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Amen. And God's called you to change cities and the nations, but you've got to get this foundational piece here. Come on, you can enter into the holiest of holies today by faith. You're not distant from God. You're not far away from God. Many of us have lived a life where we're like, oh, man, we're so far. Where's Holy, Holy Spirit's not here today? No, guys, the Bible says in Romans 5.1, let's read that. We got it. Therefore, having been justified, justified by faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, having been justified, listen, that word, it actually means to be made just. 
to be made righteous, to be made whole, to be made accepted, approved. It's so so many different words, but it, it means to be innocent, to mean righteous. You are righteous by faith in Christ, not by the works of the law, not by good behavior. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Amen. So, guys, <laughs> Roy said, you're going to sweat with that coat on. <laughs> I said, well, you don't want me to take it off. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I know y'all love my curves. But, hey, I got some. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Good laugh in Jesus' name. 20, 20 minutes. Amen. I, yeah. So, guys, so I just want to declare over us that since we have been justified, we've been made righteous, we've been made whole, we've been made pure, we've been made clean, spotless by the blood of the Lamb, that we can enter in, we have peace with God. We can enter in by faith into the holiest of holies. We're there right now. Every moment of your life, you're there. It's not some special moment. Guys, I want to tell you, like, I believe we're moving into the the, the revelation that every day, every moment, every way, everywhere is Jesus. It's not going to be just a service. I love services. I run here because I'm so, I've been, man, I've been on the, the, the point of extinction, I believe, and come here at times in my life over the last 10 years, and God has resurrected me many times. I will be, I'll testify that. So I want to say there is power. The Bible says to never forsake the assembly of the brother, the, the, the gathering of the brother, brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. But I will say this, like Jesus is wanting us to burn and to be excited when we're at home with our children, moms, dads, whoever's watching the babies. Like cuddle, corral these little world, world changers up and begin to prophesy over them. Let them begin to prophesy over each other. Begin to speak the word to them. Sing the word to them. Like, you know, uh, the Lord is my shepherd or whatever. I don't, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, my name's not Brandon. Amen? But, uh, but I just want to say that, like, like, revival is Jesus every day, everywhere. It's not a special building. Now, this place is special because we agree. We've come into agreement that this is our house. This is, this is where we, we come and seek God as a community. And we, we, we've agreed that Roy has been sent by God and the elders as our leaders and pastors. And there's, a, there's an anointing there. I mean, there's an anointing to heal. If you ever get sick, call for these elders. The Bible says to, the prayer of faith will save the sick, will heal the sick. Guys, I just want to say that our identity... Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to get off a little track, but I want to say that our identity is fully in Christ. You are Christ. You are the body of Christ. We're fully forgiven. You're a world changer, man. That's who you are. That's your destiny. Your destiny is in him. The nations are in you. Psalms 2.8 says, ask of me for the nations, and I'll give them to you. And the uttermost parts of the world as your possessions. The heart of God is every heart to come to Jesus, to know Jesus, to live, not only to be saved, but to fully live for Christ and for Christ to come alive in us. See, you have the power and anointing to change 
like literally people's worlds. You literally have the word of life in you that will come into a depressed person's hospital room and you'll speak a word to them that may, that may change or change the destiny of their life. You may come into the house of somebody who is thinking about suicide and you may speak a word to them that may change the course of their life because it happened to me. I was about to go put a gun to my head before I got saved. And on the night before I got saved, somebody said, I'm praying for you. And I wasn't a church person. I said, what is that? Praying for me. But something, something supernatural was in it. I just left and I began to weep. And it changed the course of my life. And this person was not a big preacher. This was a woman. It was a woman. She said, I've been praying for you. Guys, like, woo! Come on. Like, man, come on, come on. Like, everywhere you go is Jesus, not just on the mission field. Yeah. Listen, God was breaking my mindset of things because, man, I would come here. Man, I'd get blasted. Then I would go on these mission trips, and I would get so fired up, fire, fire, fire. And I would come back, and it would be like something would I would fall to something, I think, or something. I don't know how all the, the, the theology to it, but my mindset was different. It was like I only had mission, 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 mission. And then God told me a couple of weeks ago, I never get off mission. Woo! Every restaurant, every, every uh, man in the, the social security place, man, I preach the gospel. Everywhere. No, listen, this is your destiny, not just mine. Listen, we are called to rule and right now. It may not look like me, but you're called to be the light everywhere you go. No fear. We kick all fear out. Why you wonder, well, who, do you ever wonder, have you ever been somewhere and then you hear something like, hey, you should say this, that you should tell them about me. And then you sit here and you think, is that you, Jesus? You know, who else would tell you that, huh? The devil's not going to say, hey, tell them about Jesus so you can look good. You know, I just believe you're too prideful. No, no, listen, guys, listen. No, it should burn in our heart. Listen, every soul matters. We should weep, weep, weep for our city, our loss, the loss in our city, even situations that are going on in our communities, guys. Truly, we need to ask God to truly take any hardness off of our hearts, guys. Like we, even the lowest, the homeless, the broken, man, we need to be open to serve people. We need to get down and wash feet, amen? Like the greatest among us shall be our servants. Like Jesus didn't come and he said, I've arrived, I've arrived, I've arrived. No, he said, he said, I've come to serve. He said, I don't come like the Gentiles do to come Lord over you, but I've come to serve. I've come to set you free. Like we are set free, guys. So guys, I just want to jump in. I got 14 minutes really quick. Um, I'm used to preaching a lot of places where they say at least two hours, right? Like our sister over here in Latin America, uh, other places. Um, you know, they said like, they called me on the phone the other night and said, hey, you at least have to preach one hour and 40 minutes. And I was like, why 40 minutes? One, one hour and 40 minutes. But so we're used to, to things like that. But now it's, I think I had 30 minutes. So praise the Lord. But, uh, but hey, I will say it's a lot longer than uh, the restaurant yesterday. 
Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, I took Dylan out to eat earlier this week, and we went and got some amazing ribs. Go to OJ's. Uh, they literally asked me to preach there every time I come in. The, the owner says, hey, preach the gospel. And, uh, and also uh, Panera Bread down here in uh, Greer. Literally, the manager said, man, I love it when you come in here. And I said, man, come on. So, uh, but everywhere we go, man, we are called to be the light of the world. A city, that's who we are. Not only did he speak that over us, but that's who we are. That's who we are. Like, like in the Old Testament where God told Israel, he said, hey, I've given you this land, this promised land. I've given it to you. And he told them to send out scouts and to scout it out. And there were men that went, and there were, uh, there were two groups that went. One were full of faith. One were, were scared and fearful because they saw what was in the land. But guys, I want to tell you in this hour, you have two choices to make. Grab a hold of your destiny. Or the sad thing is, is that you'll live your life and never fulfill your purpose. I, I believe in, my, in Jesus' name, none of us in this room will allow that to happen or anybody that's hearing this on video. Like God has called us to fulfill our purposes. God would never have designed us if we were not capable through the grace of God to actually fulfill the greater work that Jesus said, you shall do greater works than me. Jesus said that. He said, you shall do greater works than these. And I truly believe we're on the cusp of, of moving into these revelations. Like I believe lies are just falling off the church, even the body of Christ as a whole, man. I believe we're stomping the enemy's head. I truly believe. Guys, like you're not worthy of this world. Woo! Come on. Like it says that in the Bible that there were men who held on by faith. But they went on without seeing things fulfilled because, but they were men that were not worthy of this world because we're seeking a city made not by man's hands, but we're seeking a city built by God. Amen. And you are the living temple of God in the earth. Amen. And the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit lives and breathes in you. It's not we're waiting on heaven. Heaven's waiting on us. Come on. I prophesy life to you today. I prophesy to your being, to your destiny, life. I prophesy revelation to hit you like never before. Even in the midnight hour, I prophesy dreams and vision for your life. The Bible says that people perish without vision. I declare vision in you. I declare prophetic direction for your life, for your home, for your marriage, for your children. Even to begin to prophesy nations over your children gifts over your children, destiny over your children. You are a king. You are a priest. You are a royal priesthood. You have power of life and death in your tongue. Let nothing corrupt come out of your mouth because you are a child of God. You have the power of Christ in you. Come on. You are a stronghold of heaven. Come on. You know what a stronghold means? A military fortress. Come on. You are a fortress for God in the earth. Man, one who controls himself is better than an army, the Bible says. One who controls himself in the book of Proverbs, it says, is better than an army. We have the spirit of self-control in us. Christ in you. That's not who we, the things we've done in the past, that's not who we are. Addictions, that's not us. That's not you. 
That's not you. You don't need Xanaxes. You don't need uh, uh, Lord Tabs and things. I've been there, been done it. But I smashed it. I broke the lie through Christ. And I testify today, there is freedom in Christ. You're not meant to be a swirl case. You're not meant to be a basket case. That's not your destiny. Your marriage is not meant to be on the rocks. It's meant to be built on the rock, not on a bunch of different ones. On the one that's pure and righteous and joy-filled. Man, you're meant to have so much love and joy, intimacy, peace in your home. That's your, that's your inheritance, man. That's who you are. Even in war zones, we bring peace. Even in famine, we bring life. We bring the word with us. And even if, even if there's a famine, God will provide for us, I promise. God will make a way. He'll bring the ravens, will send bread to us. Or however he chooses, or the angels will bring whatever to us. Whatever we need, God will make a way. I just want to declare over you today that your identity, you are Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. That's who you are. You are a son or a daughter of God. You are perfected in Christ. Your old nature has passed away. All things have become new. You are fully justified. Not just a part or not maybe just a little and then you got a more, uh, more to go. No, you are fully justified by the blood of Jesus. You are clean and spotless by the blood of the Lamb. There's nothing else that has to be done. You're called just to believe in Christ. Your faith. The Bible says for the heart man believes unto righteousness. Oh, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Spirit the Son. Amen. Amen. I believe, I believe that you guys and I, we are changing the world. And I believe that we're, we're not limited. Not by finances, not by resources, not by the Spirit. We have the Spirit without limit. The Holy Ghost is with us. The Holy Spirit lives in us and breathes in us. And it's not just when Brandon plays a guitar. Now, I'm not saying, I'm just saying our minds have to break these mindsets that we think the Holy Spirit uh, is here or there or just when somebody plays a musical. Listen, I'll tell you, the Holy Ghost moves. When I walk up in a restaurant and declare the gospel in uh, Chick-fil-A, people fell out speaking in tongues down there in Greer. I'm not kidding, and there most of those guys are independent Baptists, and I, I don't care what I, I don't care what background you come from, because we're one in Christ. That's the truth. I don't even believe in denominations anymore. Jesus kicked those lies out of me even within a year. It's about a body. If one of us is sick, we're all sick, but we're all healed in Jesus. You're not you're not lame. You're a walker and a runner. Come on, you're not dead yet, but you're alive. You're alive. You're alive. You're alive. Come alive. Woo! Come on. You're not blind. You see. That's who you are. That's who you are. Samuel. Man, I told this word to David earlier in the week, but I feel like it's not just an individual word. I feel like it's a word for the body. I feel very powerful about it. Even last night, I was woken up three times uh, in my bed uh, by some knock on the door, and I heard the door open and shut, and I had no fear about it. I don't believe that it was from the enemy. 
I believe that it was a Lord prophetic word of, of there's, there's going to be super awesome night encounters with God in the coming seasons for your life. But also I believe that it was God even saying to me that the doors are opening, that, that he's knocking, he's knocking. And so many times we say, Lord, we're knocking, but I believe God is knocking in this hour. God is saying, open up your heart, open up your heart. He says, I'm knocking, even in Revelation, it says, I'm knocking on your heart. Open up your door, open up the door. I behold, I stand at the door knocking, knocking, knocking. Guys, I want to tell you the God of the universe, the power uh, of all powers, the power that's the most high, like he is knocking on your heart. And listen, I want to say this, that he is speaking in the night hour like he spoke to Samuel. It says the fire was about to go out in the, in the uh, temple because Eli had been allowing some sexual perversion in the house of God. I want to tell you, God is wanting us to be fully pure in this hour, not to give in or bend to sexual temptations or pornography or the lust of the flesh, greed or anything like that. God is saying, I want you to burn like never before. I want to make you bud like a flower buds in spring like never before. I want to see you beautiful the way that I've created you. I've molded you and shaped you to be this world changer. And God is saying that. So he spoke over uh, 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 Samuel and he would begin to call Samuel's name. God is calling our name in this hour. He wants to wet us with the kisses of his mouth. It says in Song of Solomon 1.1, I want to kiss you with the kisses of my mouth. God wants to have intimate relationship with us. God want, we, he wants to know us. And not just to know us by the hairs of our head. He wants to know our hearts. He says in, uh, in, in Chronicles, he says, he, says, he says, My eyes are looking for one who would give himself or herself fully to me. And I will show myself strong through that person. I'm telling you, he's looking to show himself strong to you and I in this hour. And I believe that you will make those choices. I believe that you will walk in the destiny that God has for you. But he began to speak to Samuel because the fire was going out in the temple. God's plan is not for the fire to go out. God's plan is for the lamps to be burning and filled with oil even up into his return. God is saying, wake up, wake up, wake up. And that's what he told Samuel. Get up, Samuel, get up. Because he would run to Eli. And Eli would be like, I didn't call your name. Eventually, Eli had the revelation. It's God speaking to Samuel. And he began to speak to Samuel. And Samuel was waking up woken up even as an early child. I believe that God is saying to the body of Christ, wake up, wake up, wake up into your destiny. Wake up into the purpose of God for your life because I've planned it and the plans I have for you are to prosper and not to be harmed. Amen? There was one other thing. Holy God. Shandaba. I want to ask you to stand. I want to ask uh, somebody to if they want to play a tune or something. If not, I'm going to keep going. So I have two minutes, 120 seconds, I think. Guys, I want to say this, that he loves you and he loves me. I want you to be encouraged. If there's anything I want you to know today, I know that it comes from Roy's heart, but today he gave me the, the privilege to share it today. I want you to know that you're loved. Like as you leave this house, we're thankful you chose to come here. And I want you to know that you are absolutely loved by God. No matter what you're going through, 
Man, I know that some of you came in here today, like I have many days throughout my walk in this house. You barely made it. Some of you barely made it today. Some of you were fought. There was a war over you coming here today. But you made it. You made it. And that's not who you are. That war is trying to take you out. That's not who you are. He loves you. He loves you. You are pure. He just wants us to see us the way he sees us. He wants us to see us that we're free. That those things can't even harm us. Because if God be for us, who could be against us? And I want to ask you today as we wind this thing down, as the airplane comes in and lands on the tarmac, amen, and he's coming in hot, I want to ask you, if the Lord is, if the Lord is speaking to you today, I want you, I want you to come. I want you to get prayed for today down front. And I want to ask you today, if the Lord, the Holy Spirit, is knocking on your door, I want to ask you to open that door today. I want to ask you to stomp on the devil today. I want to ask you to... Jesus has destroyed generational curses, but we must believe it. He's already stomped on that head, right? But it's like, it's like I got a prophetic word from Kristen uh, Monday night. Maurice corrected me. It was Monday night. Amen. She said, I see a pair of shoes on you. She said, I see you running. And she said, I see your spiritual life coming into... To, 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 Unity with your physical life. And I was like, ooh. But I knew it was from the Lord. And so Monday, I went home that evening, and I passed those shoes. They're hollering at me, Wayman. Wayman, put me on. And I kept walking. Tuesday comes around. I hear it, the prophetic word that was spoken over me. Those shoes were screaming at me. I'm not kidding. All week long, and I began to get convicted. And I began to see my feet in those shoes Friday. Saturday morning, I grabbed those shoes, and I put them on my feet. And I began to open up my front door. And I ran down the road. I'm telling you guys, the word of the Lord has spoken over us, our generation. Those shoes, the gospel shoes, are waiting on us. And I know there's wars. I know that there's warring going on. I know that there's satanic attacks. I know that all these trials are happening in your life. Nothing compares to Jesus. Those things are small compared to him. I want to ask you today, if the Lord has been speaking to you in this service, I want to ask you to come up front quickly in Jesus' name. Come up front. Don't let anything hold you back. If the Holy Ghost is speaking to you, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, come up front. We're going to pray for you. The prayer team is going to come in Jesus' name. I just want to ask you, it doesn't matter how old you are. Guys, listen, Abraham was old in age. Man, but he is such a trophy for the body of Christ. There's many elderly, I believe, in this hour that are going to be like circuit riders in the last days. Many old people say, well, I'm too old. I believe the Lord is going to give you strength in this hour. 
I believe you're going to stand up. Your feeble knees will stand up straight. I believe you'll run and not be weary in this hour, no matter your age, because the heart of God is for the nations of the earth. He's for Greenville, for Taylors, for Traveler's Rest. Listen, I believe that we're entering a time where we're saying we will not stop prayer meetings until Furman is saved, until Clemson is saved, till the president bow downs to the name of Jesus. And then we're going to just lock arms and we're going to say, Christ, you must do it. You must come in Jesus' name. Our, our grandchildren must be saved. Our nephews must be saved. Our children must be healed. We will not stop believing until we receive and see the promises of the Lord fulfilled in our generation. Woo! God, God is good. Oh, excuse me. God is good. Man, I'm so filled with God right now. And you are too. We're fully filled with God. He's fully in us right now. In all the days of our life. Come on. So let's pray. If there's anybody in here today that's never truly been born again, you've never truly seen a new creation in your life. You've never seen the old man fall away and die. I want to tell you the truth is you need to be saved. If you've not repented and turned from your old life, you need to give your life to Jesus. I'm going to just be real and honest with you because I love you. The truth is you need to give your life to Jesus. If you're not following Jesus, you need to turn and follow him. You need, if you don't have the love of God in your heart, you need to ask God to fill you with his love. It should not be okay that people are dying and going to hell. It should not be okay. It should not be okay. If that's you today and you say, man, I want to be born again. I want to live for God. I want to truly be born again, a new creation in Christ. I want you to say, Jesus Come on, guys, whoever that is, just say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my life. I just declare a new creation in me. Lord, I declare that your word says that I am no longer a slave to sin, but slaves to righteousness. Lord, I give you my life today. I thank you that you've forgiven me. I thank you for a new day, a new life, a new body. I thank you for a new mind. In the name of Jesus. Come on. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Brother, I, I feel that God, I feel that God is saying that He wants you to light Columbia up like it's never been lit up. I believe that God is saying, My anointing is upon you, it's in you. And I believe that the Lord is saying over you, it's time for you to open your mouth like you've never opened it before. And and I see you like in the places where they sell vegetables and and they they have these places where all these people gather i just see you wildly declaring the gospel in restaurants and everywhere in columbia bless you in jesus name bless you roy i just pray fire just fire guys receive it like i received those shoes as roy starts uh to, to wind us down but guys i just want to say right now receive it Grab a hold of this thing. Grab a hold of Jesus. That's what happened to me when, when, when man, all this stuff happened. I said, God, I'm going to grab a hold of you, and I'm not going to let go. That's what we have to do.